0: And we are live. Hello everyone. Happy Monday night. Welcome to 161. I'm Stephen Presley. Sitting next to me virtually Master Jedi, the one and only back in the Thunderpop Dome virtually virtually Master Jedi Matt Wilkins. How are you doing, sir?
1: I'm excellent. I want some of this popcorn that's below me. It looks fantastic.
0: Little applause for you there, and uh, I hear well, that every morning and, in my head. And we're the cameraman is like moving up like the AI cameraman. It's By bobbing. the way, I, I've named the cameraman. His his name is his nickname is Cam.
1: You ca- Cam. Call him Cambot, like MST three K. There you go. I
0: like that Cambot. <laughs> How you doing, Cambot? Cambot's with us too. So Cambot over there, uh, uh the virtual or the AI cameraman across the way there also tonight on this show uh, we're also joined by matt's babies Yeah, the, twins the, the twins the twins correct? the new twins the new, the, set. new tw- the new set twins that he was about to have i think the last i think they were about to to be birthed the last time you were on yeah that show. was right
1: before they were born i think we did one you're right
0: yeah and they were like i won't be bothering you for a while because i know you're going to be very busy with the twins
1: yeah, and that little co-pilot's looking at me, so she'll be in my lap soon enough.
0: Yeah, so we may get a special, another special guest, very, very <laughs> shortly here. Uh, one of the twins might pop up. Yeah, some Matt's putting them to to putting them to, or they're put to sleep, but trying to continue to get them to. to I think oh. we hear. I think we hear. One. heard that one. She heard yeah. them talking
1: about her now. Yes.
0: Yeah. Well, they might. I mean, they might talk. They might talk. Top Gun. I don't know if they've seen. I, don't, I doubt they've seen Top Gun Maverick.
1: You haven't seen it yet. But I'm sure she'd love it. I'm sure, she'd
0: yeah. love it. Oh, yeah. Tom Cruise, the, I mean, the, the, the toddlers and infants and babies, they're love, love Maverick. Yes. Love yes, Maverick.
1: of course. Wonderful.
0: Um, Top Gun Maverick wins this summer. That's what we're going to be talking about on the 161th episode. And we're doing two shows this week. This is the, this will be two shows in three days. We'll be back on Wednesday. For the season finale where I'll be joined by another Louisiana,n now living here in Texas, the one and only jazz one will be joining mm-hmm. me and we're going to talk some fun stuff uh, on Wednesday It's going to be kind of a part two of this episode. This one we're going to talk about the summer blockbuster that won the summer that I'm going to have I have a, a little uh, I'm going to get my soapbox here in a second about this and I, I told Matt before we started the show, I'm going to get on my soapbox about something here in a second. I
1: guess you, you can have call a horn to toot.
0: I have a horn to toot. That's what it is. We're going, we're going to do that. We'll have our usual tropes too. We have a thunder take. We have a agree or disagree. And then we're going to talk about this movie that won the summer. And here now is, is the horn to toot at it back in April. If not a little earlier, I told if you need to go, you know, I'm, I, I'm going, you know, going to
1: get her and come right back.
0: Yeah, go ahead. I'll, I'll, I'll toot my horn while you're taking care of you the little one there. The so, uh and matt's gonna get some relief here in a little bit his wife's coming in and uh she's gonna uh scoop up scoop up the babies oh there they go there's a little baby this yes, miss ella this is not for you i'm not too i'm not uh i'm not you you were not one of my uh haters on the internet That's right so i had told people back as far as as april if not march that tom cruise's matt top gun maverick would win the summer and not only would it win the summer it could win the year as far as movies go and it was going to surprise everyone and be a much much bigger movie than people are expecting it to be and everybody everybody's like you're crazy that's been too many there's been too many years since that first one came out there was too many years between between the sequels and the original they waited too long people don't even know who top the top gun maverick I don't even know who top, who maverick is now it's been, it's been this so movie long. was
1: delayed for two years it's been finished for years and just get gotten delayed since covid so yeah
0: yeah it had all kinds of of ob- obstacles that they and, t- and they by the way they tried to put this on streaming the powers the powers to be at the studios wanted to go ahead and put this movie on streaming and tom cruise and the clout he has in hollywood was able to hold out for for quite a while and say hey look we're not this movie's gonna get a theatrical release and he waited it out waited it out until they were able to finally give it a proper theatrical release and even uh during a time a window when they they could have and wanted the studio could have and wanted to put it out a little earlier would have been would have been back around the time of like when ghostbusters afterlife came out like back in the fall and they were putting out a few movies a little bit here and there Not a lot of movies, but a few movies were getting into the theater and not doing as well as they probably would have done because of what was going on. There was still a lot of COVID, and there was still a lot of concern over COVID. It really wasn't until No Way Spider Man, No Way Home came out that the doors were really kicked back open on blockbuster business at the movie theater. So that really and Ghostbusters, by the way, Ghostbusters Afterlife still did well enough for them to greenlight another Ghostbusters movie because it's going it's going to get a sequel uh so congratulations to ghostbusters uh fans it's a good movie. yeah it was a good movie i enjoyed afterlife and i saw it in the theater and i was really happy that i made it to the theater saw it a little bit after it had been out a few weeks but i, I made it to go see it and I, you you enjoyed it as well
1: oh yeah, yeah. Uh, my wife loved it better than spider-man however i did not <laughs> i love spider-man better but i thought ghostbusters was fun but yeah. my wife told me that she loved it better than spider-man
0: yeah, I, I did. And how about
1: how how the, 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 to just tell you the reason I like Ghostbusters? It's one of the few times that they had a movie with kids that were not annoying. That may sound like old man, to yeah. old man talk, but usually the kids in these movies, one or two of them or all of them are just annoying and yeah. none of them were annoying. They were fun. Yeah, the, it, it was it, it. I wasn't bored. I wasn't saying, oh, gosh, why are they doing these stupid things? No kid would act like that. And I mean. Their movie, you know, it's, it's a movie, but at the same time, there has to be some reality that you have to feel something for these kids. And I did. Yeah. And I thought yeah. it was really well balanced or really fun, as as people would say, popcorn film that mm-hmm. was done well. Um mm-hmm. of and I had a lot of fun. I don't mind that they the Ghostbusters ran it at the end. I don't mind that. I expected that. Yeah, you know. I kind
0: of I kind of I think because they cause they weren't in any of the trailers. We yeah. saw, I mean, we see, we see the car and the trailers.
1: You, you knew they were going to come and that they came in at the end. That's fine. Because I wasn't yeah. sitting there saying, Oh, if they would have brought them in sooner, it'd have been a better movie. No, it was a great movie. And that was perfect. Yeah. Yeah. It was, they good. Were in it was just good. enough.
0: Yeah. Also, I hear a series. They're working on a
1: series, which would be the Ghostbusters Academy.
0: Like, you know, uh, I, I with- didn't,
1: I don't know if I said it on this, on this, on, on your show, but I did I say it did. on someone's channel oh. that I said, if it doesn't make enough, in the theaters, it. I said it will get a streaming show. Yeah. Because I can see Ernie Hudson and Ann Potts coming back to yeah. run a Ghostbusters Inc. with a new crew, mm-hmm. and you can make lots. And Dan Aykroyd could be a guest star. I mean, I, yeah. I even, I did. Was it this
0: show? I can't remember. You did. We did talk about that on here.
1: But I think I said that Dan yeah. Aykroyd would be the villain in two. He'd get possessed and he'd become the villain in season Ooh. two of the Ghostbusters show. How like it would work out? Like he I would like be it. possessed by the ghost. So. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, and they'd have another challenge to face. The first season would be the group get working together, getting them all uh, trained. Being uh, teen, yeah, being a cohesive team. Yeah. And then the second second season is Dan Aykroyd as the villain. Now he was the mentor, but now he gets uh, inhabited by the uh, uh, whatever ghost, and yeah, now he's the he's the villain for season two. I I, I think it's I think this show I, I think that Ghostbusters streaming show would write itself. So
0: I like it. I like it. In her Netflix. It's in work. It's in the works at Netflix. So the series and another movie, both good.
1: are supposed to yeah. happen. And good for them to. In my mind, please correct me if I'm wrong. It's the only franchise to survive a reboot. Yeah. And then go and revert back to the original storyline, and and now mo- keep going strong. Yeah. Usually, when you get a reboot, that means the series is dead. Yeah. I'm I'm, I'm not being negative, but I'm just saying that. You know, when a reboot happens, that's it for your franchise. You know, Mm -hmm. reboots usually don't have a long shelf life.
0: I think right now with you and and what this picture here, we could do start the Luke who's Luke who's talking reboot with you (laughs) and your twins. We've got the Luke who's talking.
1: Let me tell you, she wants to talk. You want to talk?
0: And you and your wife could take over the roles of Kirstie Alley, John Travolta uh, characters and, (laughs) look who's talking
1: that's right look who's talking
0: the reboot um so get yeah we're going to get into uh and as fun to talk uh ghostbusters uh that was a a joke do you like ghostbusters too there's a lot of good scenes with kids for the kids in ghostbusters uh uh we're going to roll the opening and then we come back we are going to talk about the the champion of the summer which i told everyone top gun maverick and they laughed at me was going to win the summer and I was right. I was right. I was right. It won the summer. Not only did it win the summer, it may become one. It may become the biggest, if not like one of the top couple of biggest movies of all time. Yeah. Which I didn't even give it that credit. I wouldn't have given it that credit. I said it was just going to win the summer.
1: I never would have thought that. I never would have thought it would have won the summer with all the Marvel movies and stuff like that coming out. I never would have been as bold to say that. Yeah, and I'm sure. so happy. It is. I'm happy that I'm wrong.
0: Yeah. Yeah. We're going to talk about that and why I want to say talk about why I said, and I'll toot that horn loudly. I'll stand on the pedestal or the mountain or the yeah. sky, the tall building, and I'll toot that horn, but we'll get back and we'll do that after this. Yeah. Oh, there's the falling camera? There you go, the AI cameraman, Cam, Cambot in the Cam studio. Bot. Cam's first name, Bot. Second name, last name, Cambot. All right. So back to the the top of the mountain, or the skyscraper, or the tower that I'm standing on. While I'm I'm sick so my reasoning was, it was a, a process of elimination. I looked at what was coming out, and we had, you know, I guess you could count uh, Doctor Strange, Thor, so two Marvel movies. Uh, if you want to count Multiverse of Madness at the, at the uh, end of spring, right. early summer, we had. Uh, yes, I know we had Jurassic uh, World Dominion. That was the only mm-hmm. movie I gave a chance of beating Top Gun this summer. Was Jurassic wow. World Dominion? Uh, the reason no. being is the reason being is is I thought I was starting to see the early stages of Marvel burnout what I believe to yep. be Marvel burnout um, and no way home was the exception to any, to that rule when it comes to Marvel burnout, because no way home was a special type of Marvel movie. But once you get past the, that movie and the peak that that was for the MCU in terms of, of accomplishments, that what that was, it's all downhill after that. But it's like, it's like no way home. And then you just like everything after that. How can it even, like, equal that?
1: Yeah, I, I would I would say it peaked at Endgame, Avengers Endgame. Started yeah. to slide down. We started seeing it slide down. Yeah, and then it hit another. It, it bounced up the charts with Spider Man No Way Home or Far From Home, whatever the last one was. And now it's it's really and it surprised me because I I knew this happened I knew this happened someday. I didn't know when, but now you see all this stuff falling apart uh thor had a huge second drop the yeah. movies just aren't making and it's 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 wild because i never i mean it had to happen it was inevitable right it was inevitable because they all good things
0: well it's just the production of how many uh co- how much content they've been putting yeah. out over the last uh several yeah. years and and now what i think really puts it over the top and I, I think i think the quality the quality of the content is still good because i just went and saw love and thunder thor love and thunder and, and really enjoyed it was never bored found it to be really funny uh oh, entertaining um and and was it was very involved in the movie but here's the thing when you're now in movie theaters but not just in movie theaters, but you're also mm-hmm. on Disney Plus with new streaming series coming yeah. out almost every, every couple of months. It's a whole new thing. You've got all of this content now at your disposal. Right. Uh, and, and even the movies, um, the movies are, are all over the uh, the streaming app. So you can go rewatch those movies. If you have the Disney Plus, you can go back and watch the MCU movies anytime you want. So they're at your, your, you know. I think it's just the access of streaming, and then also all the streaming series, and then the the length of time that they've been coming out, and then like you said, in game, how do you top that?
1: Right. Where do you, where do you go from there? It seems like um, it's all downhill, and I think it has been because this with with this latest announcement, I don't know what phase we're in right now. Yeah. But with the latest announcement of Dark Strange Two of whatever else the, the TV shows have come out. I don't know how you felt about the last few and uh, I, I just moon Knight out of all of them was the one I was looking forward to the most, the mm-hmm. TV show. Cause I, I yeah. liked his comic book. I thought it was terrible.
0: <laughs> yeah. I, you know, I'll be honest with you. I really was, I had high hopes for moon Knight. I thought I was really I excited too. for it. And then, and the casting that they had, the casting was of oh, the announcements that the casting was really uh, intriguing and exciting yeah. to me. 'Cause they're great actors, but I had a hard time finishing it. I did
1: too. It it, it starts off interesting and then flat lines and yeah. same thing with Miss Marvel. It I was like, Oh, this may be fun, and then man, that thing took a nosedive.
0: Well, and I and I have to admit, I'm not all the way through I just I'm only about three, okay. maybe four episodes yeah. through Miss Miss Marvel.
1: I'm, uh, I'm so not spo- I'm not spoiling anything by saying this.
0: Yeah, no, no, it's not. I mean, I'm actually, I like this Marvel much more than Moon Knight and found, and found it so far much, much better.
1: Oh, wait till you get to the later episodes and it starts to drag again. Oh boy. I'm like, why yeah. can't they, if they only had what, eight episodes and it feels like they should have only gone four. They just yeah. feel like they have to drag out. There's some episodes. It's like, what was the point of that? What was the point? It just, they just dragged these episodes out and I'm tired. I'm so tired of yeah. the trope Uh, of let's again this isn't necessarily a spoiler spoiler but let's introduce the costume at the very end of the show that has been done a million times now and they need to stop it they need to stop it do you know what do you know what king kong skull island was Mm -hmm. brilliant because it's one of the few times they actually showed king kong in the opening scene bravo to them they didn't save king kong till halfway through the movie or you know, toward the end where you get this majestic shot, finally he's there after all this human dialogue and everything. No, they said, you know what? We're going to show him at the very beginning, and and that that was great. That was great. Don't save him up for build up now. Let's just see him do something different. It's a it's a movie trope to see Godzilla halfway through your film to like finally it's... see the full Godzilla. That was cool back when Godzilla was in what what was it? 1999, 97. That was yeah. cool. You saw a tail, a foot, or whatever. didn't see the whole thing okay that's been done a billion times Mm -hmm. and to still have the reveal the costume at the end of uh titans dc's titans terrible show tease nightwing the entire season and we only got to see him at the very end it was just bogus it was bogus Mm -hmm. and that they do this it's just to keep you tuned in yeah i'm just like it's it's I don't know. I don't know. It, I'm just tired of that trope, and I wish it would go away. And they should know better after after so long. And the bar's been ra- ever since Spider-Man No Way Home. The bar's been raised. You need to get yeah. your game together, or just stop. Just stop making. Mm-hmm. Don't make eight episodes of a season if you've only got four episodes. Thought yeah. Moon Knight way too yeah. long. Oh way gosh. Long.
0: Well, I'm with you. I found the first two episodes uh, very interesting and entertaining. Yeah. When they were at when they were back at the museum and I found the interaction between him and those characters at that museum to be some of the most interesting parts of the show. And, and I would have they able to
1: follow those they, museum people.
0: Yeah, and they bail on that really quickly, and you never see those people. They drop them and you never yeah. see them. And they were the most interesting part of the of the you show. Should. From that point on, it was it was downhill.
1: And it doesn't really he ask that girl. Is he going to ask that girl on a date since it's been a week since then? Uh, what about the lady at the front desk? What about his boss? What about the security guard? You, you introduce these people in the first episode and we're yeah. supposed to think, okay, these are your characters. These no, your we're characters. moving on to a different story. It's like the writers just couldn't think of anything to do in the museum. So they have to move them away.
0: Which is, I, I disagree. I think they could have connected that museum in a lot of ways.
1: Yes. And, and just have episodes to. of if you want to have episodes of non moon night, then have him trying to piece back together his life, his work life, his his uh, you know, his yeah. you know, his uh love life. That's great. Yeah. Don't have him wandering around in the desert for a whole episode where nothing happens. Yeah. it got a little too it got a little too meta. Yeah and not and, and too meta for its own good. It, yeah, that's the it, truth.
0: Yeah, and that was a problem. It was a shame because they had wasted a. And the costume was so cool. And like we said, like you said, yeah. I barely see the costume, and
1: I barely we saw it. You see it a few times, and then oh man, use your CGI sparingly. It was really bad. Some of the CGI yeah. they were showing on him because you, you need to. And the the suit was real. You know, the yeah. suit was real. The eye, the glowing eyes. That was great. But when they do, they do some action scenes. They oh. Hold on just a moment. We got okay. a backup model. I made one. Okay. Hold
0: on. Okay. Matt's doing a little double duty tonight. He's Boom. he's uh Coming so prepared. kind to come on and be my guest tonight or be, you know, come yeah. in and co-pilot co with well, me tonight. I want tonight. to talk about
1: all this. But but the thing yeah. is, though, they, they didn't use – the CGI was bad. Yeah. It was a bad well, use of CGI. Nine,
0: 1999 George Lucas thought that CGI
1: was bad. Uh, yeah. Well, Yeah you ab- you can abuse cgi and they definitely did i yeah. think but it's a tv show you need to use your cgi sparingly yeah. you know you, yeah. you, i mean you don't have to you know it i, I mean the boys amazon mm-hmm. it's a it's a show about superheroes they use yeah. their cgi sparingly and they use it well
0: true yeah when they do uh when they do use it they uh, uh they don't use ra- they don't use raunch sparingly <laughs> or, no, they- or- or or shock value sparingly. No, they don't. They
1: don't. This is not a show you you watch around the table with the whole family. No. Um, but, but the thing is that there's there's a scene. This is in season whatever. There's a yeah. scene where Homelander is flying. Well, he, we imagine he's flying and he lands on a billboard. All you see is his feet slowly falling onto the billboard. And then it pans to show. All they did was probably just lowered him down. They didn't have to do any CGI. We used our imagination yeah. to say, oh, he just landed on that billboard. Now he's talking yeah. to whoever whoever stormfront i think but -hmm. it was like that that was great you didn't use cg you didn't have them flying around and then soon land on the thing over Use your cgi sparingly and how they would i mean some of the egyptian you know wolves or whatever that was chasing at the end Mm -hmm. Yeah. i mean do better do better is the thing i was really
0: bummed with bummed about that
1: yeah but i don't know it's just
0: Well, and then Marvel had the misfire with Eternals, too, back in the fall, which also is another movie that way underperformed. And I know people that that will go to will go to bat for it. But I mean, it was another movie that I I mean, it wasn't as as challenging for me to finish Eternals as it was Moon Knight. But there were times during Eternals where
1: I did look at my watch while I was watching Eternals. You start checking, you start playing a little mobile game on your phone you start checking your email you start and the thing is though i do that more times than often now on marvel shows i didn't do that for hawkeye i didn't do that for um loki i didn't Mm -hmm. do that for wandavision yeah but yet now i'm doing that for all these shows and that that there tells you there's a problem there's a problem i i put down my phone when better call saul is on (laughs) because the story is well written it's 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 tight it's put together Yeah, but how and and the thing is you're only eight episodes or six and sometimes you should make each one you remember you know this reminds me of the defenders the defenders tv show from netflix it was supposed to be just awesome right all your all the netflix marvel heroes put together in one action-packed series and it oh my gosh that thing was like what six episodes and it should have just been two maybe Mm -hmm. one because they had nothing to do for most of that series I'm like how do you have all these big stars you cannot come up with the storyline yeah yeah it's absolutely. like Luke, it's like Luke, uh, another one Luke Cage I loved the actor I thought the character was great it's too bad the writers didn't care about putting a story with him
0: because mm-hmm.
1: he was such a great character and and I thought he was portrayed well but I just felt bad for him because the writers suck on that series oh, yeah. and yeah, why could... he wasn't teamed up with Iron Fist to begin with is beyond me
0: yeah, I totally agree with you on that.
1: They don't work well together.
0: Hopefully, if he gets brought back, I know they're gonna bring back Daredevil and they're they're also and I'm happy about bringing, they're
1: bringing back Daredevil, yeah. but I want Luke Cage and Iron Fist back too. I, I love both of them.
0: Maybe they do a series where the two because I heard they're gonna they're gonna do another, they're gonna do something with Daredevil. And I, I think it would be really cool if they maybe did an Iron Fist uh, Luke Cage show, like with the I'd two love of them. it.
1: I'd love it. Yeah. The two of them together would would play off each other well, and I think mm-hmm. the show would be way more successful. If yeah. Netflix would have done that at the very beginning, I'm so confused.
0: A buddy cop kind of buddy buddy cop show between the, with it the two. It would have them. been
1: perfect. It yeah. would have been perfect. I think.
0: Yeah, I love it. I love it. Okay, let's get into. I'm gonna get into Top Gun Maverick now, and and uh, this uh, this movie, like I said, won the summer, and I think it's gonna win the year, and it could win all time, which I would have never given it that credit. Uh, and I thought because of the fact that they had, it was still a light schedule this summer with movies, and I felt like there was Marvel burnout. And I felt like the only possible challenger for Top Gun Maverick was actually going to be um, Jurassic World Dominion. And it was it was was after the reviews came out, started coming out for Jurassic World Dominion that I was certain that Top Gun had won the summer at that point. So let me yeah. let me get first of all, get your thoughts on on how you felt about Top Gun Maverick. Did it uh, exceed your expectations? Did it meet your expectations? What did you think?
1: Yeah, it exceeded my expectations so much because. Um, I, I didn't want to, I, I wanted to see it in 2020 In yeah. 2021. I was getting tired. I was like, when is this thing going to come out? In 2022, I even, I'm all on record by saying I'll watch it, but probably when it comes out in video, cause I'm so tired of waiting for this movie to come out in theaters that I'm probably just going to wait. And mm-hmm. I, I, almost, I would have, but everyone was telling me how excellent this movie was. Yeah. And I kept going, are, are they just starving for some good cinema? Or is it really? <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm getting to that part is it really that good yeah is it really that good and i told my wife hey we need to get a babysitter and watch this and we did and yeah. i love tom cruise anyway but d- here's the thing did top gun the movie need a sequel no it didn't it didn't but i was interested i was interested with the hand and some it was it was fantastic for a couple of reasons one we talked about a, an overuse of cgi where in this one i, I don't yes i'm getting to that i'm getting to that okay she gets excited when i talk about tom cruise um that i don't know if you had this in your theater but tom cruise does a little he says thank you for coming to the theater to watch this i saw that Mm -hmm. okay that was great he says by the way all the jet scenes are real we didn't use cgi those are real that's us really flying around in jets yeah and i'm glad he said that because it put it in people's mind that you don't need a big budget cgi field movie like thor Like like Doctor Strange, like uh, Jurassic Park, Jurassic World. You don't need that to have an excellent movie. It basically showed Hollywood that practical, practical effects or real life things can be just as popular, if not more. People are people want to see new stuff, and guess what? The old is now new. The old is now new now, and this movie was so good that it made you think. It may, I don't know about you, but it made me feel like I missed a movie in between. Um, uh John Ham's character from yeah. he was the he was the class of '88, you know, two years later after Tom yeah. Cruise's team. And the thing is, okay, well, I want to see it, I wanted to see about his team. I want to know about him. Yeah, like character. Ed Harris. I I was I, I've no top gun, but I was and I knew Ed Harris wasn't in it, but it fooled me. I was like, was he in the first one? Yeah, because he felt familiar. These yes. characters who were not in the original—they feel familiar. That goose is now rooster. I, I, I almost wanted to roll my eyes at first, but I said, "Let me yeah. give it a chance," and yeah. it feels authentic. It feels great. Yeah, that they're playing the—they're playing. Goodness gracious, great balls of fire! I know what they're doing, but at the same time, oh, and Jennifer Connelly, she wasn't in the first one, but she feels like she was a part. Yeah, of this they, series. I mean, they, they did a good like job. Well, it didn't it didn't feel like we were watching new characters shoehorned into a story. Right. It felt like these characters have always been around, Matt. You just I I felt like Mm -hmm. I seriously when we went to the theaters, I I told my wife, I said, it feels like we missed part two. And this is part three. (laughs) It just feels like all these characters were established and felt good. Everyone felt comfortable. Mm -hmm. Um, There's so many to to get attached to the group of hotshot pilots. That mm-hmm. happened in one scene where he's taking them down, you know, in that practice run and they're mm-hmm. having to do push-ups. That's a funny scene where they all get put in their place mm-hmm. by Maverick. And you're happy to see that. Yeah. And I was like, wow. And just like that, suddenly you've accepted these, this whole crew of hot shots. Yeah. It's, re- it's really well written. It's well acted out. Mm-hmm. The pacing is fantastic. There's not a moment where you think, you know, if you're watching this at home there's not a moment where you go okay this is the part where i go get something else to eat or something to drink or a popcorn mm-hmm. there's not a moment like that because everything is so good that they hit all the points that the val yeah. Kimmer scene is great it's perfect it's perfect we only oh. need one iceman yeah. scene and that was it they did a yeah. fantastic job between the two obviously they had fun oh, val Kimmer doesn't really talk till the end and he doesn't obviously we know why but um right. And uh, but the thing is though that he didn't, and they had a powerful scene together. Yeah, is great. Look at it's this. Uh, yeah.
0: Speaking of speaking of Val Kilmer, look at this a great photo of him with his uh, his Iceman yeah. T-shirt on.
1: Yeah, and he he's a great sport too. Yeah, he is. But all, they they said he he gave them some of a lot of audio of himself so they could piece together the words. Yeah, have him talk in the film.
0: Oh, that's that's great.
1: It was yeah. It was one, it was what a wonderful scene.
0: Yeah, and the way it was so genuine that the, the with the two of them in that scene, it was a really special moment, and oh, yeah. it felt it felt completely earned, like a lot of the moments in this film. Um, it and you know Tom Cruise didn't want to make a sequel to this movie. It took a number of years to get him to make a sequel, and it wasn't until they finally found this this they figured it out after a number of years a, a story that he was comfortable with that he felt like okay it's time to do the sequel and right. to talk, to talk about his power in hollywood he's the the you know uh they go to pitch this idea to him he's working on one of his mission impossible movies it's on the set they pitch the idea to him he said you got it this is it he picks up the phone calls paramount and says we're making top gun two and that's all it took wow does him make, make a phone call to tell him we're doing it it's greenlit it's greenlit on the spot. How many people are there in Hollywood that have that?
1: Not many, not many. That. That's a lot of pull. And that he knew. I mean, that's just that's an amazing that's an amazing thing. That's amazing foresight. But if you have the right script, and I, I guess he had the script. Did he yeah, have the had, script? With they brought
0: him? yeah, they brought him the script. They were they brought him a version oh, of the script, God. and he was like, "You finally got, it. we got it, we got it." Wow. It took it only took 30, 30 years, thirty two years, right? Uh, but I, Still perfect yeah i think i think a big part of his career though too was he was trying to run away from his 80s uh heartthrob the 80s heartthrob bubblegum kind of original tom cruise from risky business and this this first movie of top gun and cocktail he got to a point where he did days of thunder which basically all those movies are are maverick in different stories He's playing that very same kind of Tom Cruise kind of character like in Risky Business and Top Gun. So it wasn't, it was about late nineties. He started to see more early nineties. I'm sorry. By early nineties, he starts to kind of shift a little bit. And then we see him in his Vietnam war vet movie that he makes. Mm-hmm. And he starts to do uh, more serious, he does rain man. And you can see he's starting to try to mature a little bit in his roles. And he probably could have done easily done a Top Gun sequel, any time during that span of time, but it probably like fine wine needed to
1: age a little bit.
0: It need it, it like
1: to leave it behind and pursue yeah. other acting things before yeah. returning to a character like that. Yeah. And, it, and, and when you have to do it, the timing has to be right and the script has to be right. And both right. of them were right.
0: Yeah. They could have put that movie out in the nineties and it would have bombed. It could have bombed. It could have been a terrible like retread of the original. If they'd right. or late late 80s, they could have put it out in the late 80s, they could have put the sequel out in 89, and it could have been a retread where they just tried to do that movie like they did with Ghostbusters 2. Ghostbusters 2 was kind of a watered down Ghostbusters 1, in a way, in a right. way. Right. You know, yeah. So yeah. oh how how terrible would it have been if they had made Beverly Hills Cop three, but but with <laughs> Top Gun, you know, Beverly Hills Cop Three, terrible disaster of a sequel. Uh, that could have been Top Gun 2 if they had made it in the late '80s. Yeah, you know, they would have tried just because it would have been just try to quick a quick movie to make just to make some money. Let's just exactly. turn this out real quick. He's she's got another like team and they're flying again and we bring back Val Kilmer yeah. and we just kind of redo it again.
1: And, yeah, well, you, and you don't and that's the thing with some of these you know far out sequels. It's Tron didn't work because people weren't ready for it, right? People just weren't ready for it. They didn't like it. And you, when you when you make a long, you know, a long-awaited sequel, you need to make sure it has serves a purpose. Cobra yeah. Kai has done that. We've talked about Absolutely. Cobra Kai several yeah. times. And now Top Gun has also, they have beat this movie, which no one well, I don't know. I, I don't think anyone would have said everyone would have said this will be a fun movie. It won't beat the original. The original's a classic. Right. I don't know of a single person my age. I'm right. saying my age, the people who idolized oh. the first movie. Yes, I'm getting to that.
0: You're getting to that. um that.
1: But I don't know if a single person my age who has said the first one was still better. Everyone right. knows that Maverick is a better movie. Now, you can ask the young young guys, they're always going to say Maverick's better. Yeah, you know? The first one's silly and stuff. Yeah. But my age, they're saying that Maverick is better. And I never would have imagined that.
0: No, I wouldn't have thought. I mean, I yeah. thought thought they could have, but i didn't know that they would and they did so i think and this is interesting i think if if, so let me ask you this question yeah cobra kai if cobra kai doesn't happen if it wasn't for cobra kai do you think cobra kai is the reason we get we get top gun maverick because tom cruise sees what they did with cobra kai and how you can pull off a, a great continuation years decades later and, and it could be enjoyable. And, and do you think that opened the door open for him a little bit? I, I think so.
1: I think that could have been a possibility. Also a good script. Yeah. And um, can you talk amongst yourself for a minute yes. while I change a diaper? I'm yes. so sorry.
0: Yes, yeah, no, we can absolutely do that.
1: I apologize. When-
0: Matt's going to go take care of a, a diaper situation. And uh, Matt's doing Double duty tonight he's uh he's he's taking care of the twins and he's uh co piloting with co piloting with me on this uh, 161st episode so yeah so uh anybody has any commentary that they want to jump in we had a linkedin user that jumped in earlier and it looks like a uh police is that a policeman are we in trouble there's a police symbol uh, what did what did we do i would like to know um so that we got that. Uh, I am going to plug this opportunity for me to plug Wednesday night. I'm going to be back here with jazz one who, who does not have twins. So he won't, he won't be changing diapers during the show, but we're happy to have Matt here tonight. He's a big Disney fan. You can see he's got his little Disney uh, avatar, uh, his little photo there. So Wednesday night, we're going to be back here a little earlier with jazz one for our season finale, season seven finale. Then we're going to go on a pretty lengthy hiatus from Thunderpop the fun the thunder pop show because i'm going to be focusing on a short form youtube content it's kind of a different flavor of video content that i'm going to be kind of taking some time to work on also working on a project with jazz one we're going to be doing a, a video or a trailer i'll call it a trailer uh, not so much a pilot but it's a trailer uh that we want to produce as a pitch for a possible tv vehicle um and I call it a bit of a spinoff to Thunderpop. I guess you could call it a bit of a spinoff for Thunderpop. I won't give it away just yet. I don't know if we're ready to, to discuss that, but um, it it definitely is kind of a vibe to what we do here on the podcast. And I'll just leave it at that and say that that much. Um, also, let me take a quick uh, plug, we'll plug a few things. We have a new YouTube channel. In addition to this Thunderpop live, if you're watching us on YouTube tonight, even if you're not watching us on YouTube tonight, jump over. To our new YouTube channel, which has the short form video content, we do shorts on there, and it's so it's a little different. And that's at ThunderPop TV. This is at ThunderPop Live, and then we have ThunderPop TV. So there you go. So a couple things to plug there. Um, Matt's coming back. He he's changing a diaper, and he's gonna be back in a few short moments.
1: And, we're, and, we're and, and, he, and here, but off camera, changing a diaper off camera. Yes. Here now. Yes. Thank
0: you. You can hear him. He just wanted it. Needs privacy. So they closed the, uh, they closed it's the Mr. Uh, mom moment. Yeah. Close the virtual blinds there. Mr. Mom. Could they reboot Mr. Bomb as, as, as uh Mr. Grandma? Well, uh, <laughs> grandma, granddad,
1: granddad. Are they, doing, are they doing something with Beetlejuice though? Have I heard yes. it wrong?
0: Yes. Beetlejuice is, that- is happening. In fact, I think it's a sure, it's been sure like it, for a long time, it was just a, A rumor rumor. or speculation, or maybe could it happen, maybe it might, maybe it won't. But now I think it in fact Beetlejuice has been confirmed with Michael Keaton and Winona Ryder
1: returning to reprise their roles. And you know what? I'm interested because it seems like now where you where you would have these films. Oh come here, Baba. Where you would have these films where it's just there for nostalgia and now it seems like if you get the if you get a good writer yeah then you can have thank you for that sorry about that yeah you get a good writer you can have a pretty well well done well put together storyline yeah and I think more people are taking more care with how they write a sequel and they're being smarter about it yeah
0: yeah, remember when they used to make the lazy sequels, like they would they would turn out a, a quick lazy... Se- What's a good example? I, I mentioned Beverly Hills Cop 3. Pretty bad what? sequel, right?
1: Yeah. I, I mean, you, there's a few examples I can think of. Not, none of this caliber. It's just like, would you do a sequel just to see your people come back, like yeah. old reunion shows and stuff mm-hmm. like that, it feels like you're missing something. You're missing some of yeah. the heart of it. You're missing... you got to have a, a point to it you know, mm-hmm. Top Gun Maverick had to be something more than just, it could be Tom Cruise still de- dealing with his demons after so long, yeah. but it needed to be more than that. Yeah. More than that. And that's, yeah. that, and that's what we're seeing in, well, I think with Cobra Kai and with Top Gun, I think we're seeing a little bit more thought and care put into these stories and, and we, and they're seeing the benefits of that now. Yeah. You know, like, oh, Hey, if we just don't just slap something together, with the original crew and just throw it out there and hope it sticks to the wall we need to make it count. And it's something for for the fans, from the fans. It's you know um
0: <laughs> There's the yeah. duck duck goose.
1: Yeah. It's great. It's great. It's great but I the 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 show overall was just really done well and I was I was really surprised. I I was laughing. I I laughed through Movies like that, because when they're so good that they surprise you, I'm just laughing because I'm happy that that movie surprised me like it did. Because even hey, bro. after hearing so many great accolades, I still mm-hmm. had the bar set a little not as high. Yeah.
0: Hey, bro, your stash is in the danger zone. <laughs> Which, by the way, now with with uh, the new uh, Top Gun Maverick, I understand. It's my understanding that stashes have
1: come back in vogue. Oh man. oh man. And that's the thing. That's another thing. Rooster's mustache looked natural. Yeah, It didn't look, you know, it's on there because his dad had one, right. but it looked natural for the character. How, yeah. how they got, and this is the actor's credit, all mm-hmm. of them, how they yeah. got them to feel like they were always a part of this series. Like I'm so mm-hmm. impressed with Ed Harris. I got to say it again, Ed Harris, John Hamm, Jennifer mm-hmm. Connelly. They felt like they had been a part of the series forever. And how many times have we seen new characters? Oh, here's one. Indiana Jones and the crystal skull mutt. Does mutt in any way feel like Indiana Jones's son? That's
0: a good point. No. That's a he good feels point. Like
1: Shia LaBeouf shoved in there. Cause he was the yeah. hot thing at the time. Cause he was fresh right. off the transformer movies and let's yeah. throw some schlock together. There's an example for you. Indiana Jones.
0: That's a good point. He didn't feel like Indiana Jones. Like he was, he, he really, really didn't fit. Did he? No. You know, uh interesting thing. Yeah. And, and the interesting thing about Jennifer Connelly's character in this movie it's a character that there's an Easter egg in the original top gun where her character is mentioned in the original top gun. The scene where I believe it's uh, something comes up where it's mentioned that Maverick had been caught with the uh, 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 superior officer's daughter.
1: Shut up. Yes. And that daughter her.
0: was the Jennifer Connelly. What, who ends up being Jennifer Connelly?
1: Wow. Yeah. So they did connect her. I miss see. I missed that. Mm-hmm. I did not know that connection. Yeah, yes. Yeah, so like I said, she felt like she had always been in the show. It was a couple just of incredible.
0: A couple of notes about a couple of the new cast members. Uh, one, uh, Glenn, Glenn 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 Powell, uh, an and easy name good. to say, but apparently not easy for me to say. Glenn Powell, who played Hangman, uh, oh. a new up and comer, has been in some other things. He, I have I have multiple connections to him. So he uh, well, by way of other people and other things. So he is from Austin. He grew up in my city, our city, the city that I live in. He uh, was neighbors with uh, Jeff Painter, who's been on Thunderpop. He's been as uh, a friend of Thunderpops. He's been on here uh, on the show with me many times. His um, old neighbor was Glenn Powell when he was uh, growing up. And his family uh, grew up in his neighborhood where he li- still lives. In fact, Jeff, who repairs instruments, or used to, as his old business was repairing instruments, used to repair Glenn Hangman's uh, daughter's not daughter, sorry, sisters' um, instrument. She was in band, and uh, she's a, she's actually a musician uh, herself. So she's also in entertainment uh, business or entertainment industry. So he used to work on fixer instruments. Uh, Glenn also connected to to Justin, Justin uh, Kirchhoff who Justin who also a friend of the shows we just did a, a live stream with him um, a few, like a month and a half ago we were over his studio he's got a studio here in Austin was in a theater group with Glenn Powell here in Austin and Glenn was acting in the same theater group with Justin and Justin also having has doing some pretty big things himself because he has the only volume LED studio in austin maybe in the state of texas wow. which is the led volume is like the technology that's used to replace green screen in a lot of productions like mandalorian yeah. it's, they use it in star wars mandalorian and uh it's being used now in a lot of other things um especially star wars star wars is using it, star trek's using it in a new strange new world show uh okay. as well in a lot of their scenes to replace green screen so anyway he gave us a tour of his studio we were over there Uh, Just a month and a half ago and he was really nice, but he's been on the show before he's been in studio Was in a theater group with glenn powell. So a couple connections with glenn powell He said glenn's really was starting to take off Um last couple of years because he's also on a netflix project as well Uh, the actress that played phoenix And i'm so sorry that I don't know her real her real name. I don't have that those we need a that's why We lack from having a show producer I'm doing it all. I'm
1: hosting. I'm hosting you have a CAM everyone. bot. Show producers yeah, right in the corner. I do
0: have a CAM bot. So a, 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 a producer bot is just a ride right around the corner. It is. You know it. You know it. Well, Phoenix is uh, been cast to co star with Arnold Schwarzenegger. The actress that plays Phoenix has been cast to co star with Arnold Schwarzenegger in a Buddy Cop series on Netflix with her and you know Arnold you? Schwarzenegger. Yeah. And apparently it's a show that's been in development for a long time because Arnold Schwarzenegger has been developing a show a streaming project with Netflix for for a number of years, like five or six years. He's been developing this project with Netflix, and it's finally uh, going to be filmed And Phoenix is going to be co-star. The actress that plays Phoenix in Top Gun Maverick is going to be co-starring with Arnold in this oh, new wow. series. So their careers
1: yeah. are jumping off from this, which is great because they deserve it because they did. such yeah. a great job. Now, I wonder, because, as you know, hits like this. Change the shape of Hollywood studios. Pay yeah. attention to what he, what works. They start trying to copy this formula. Now, yeah, this is a good formula to copy. Make a sequel, but make it worthwhile. Yeah, don't overdo on CGI. Choose your script. The script is where it's at. You've got to have yeah the the perfect script to go along with it, or it's not going to work. Find these writers. Find who wrote Top Gun. Say what else you got like yeah. I, I, we said this during one of our Cobra Kai podcasts but those guys they should what well, I wonder what other ideas they have whether 80s we talked about this what other 80s movies do they have TV show ideas for well now it's not just t- the mediums not just TV it's on the big screen as well
0: mm-hmm. and I
1: think with with the successes of things like Cobra Kai and uh more to the fact Top Gun was just you know shouted from the rooftop you know how how Hollywood I mean how uh, moviegoers are looking for something new and different. Um, I, I hope someone listens and they do the right thing and work on something. And I don't, I don't know what yet. I've, I've, I have a few ideas of what I think they could, they could do next. But Man- mannequin, gonna...
0: mannequin three. The mannequin, the department store goes out of business. Whoa. They pack everything. Their, their business because online is killing them. Retail is dying. They're close the, the department store down. The the mannequin gets shoved in a in a truck and shipped off to a warehouse, an abandoned warehouse. Uh, later it's an abandoned warehouse, and, and one of the warehouse workers spawns a romance with the mannequin, and then the, the shenanigans begin. They're off and running. Yeah, there's, that, there's, that, your, that. There's, there's your mannequin sequel. Uh That's also
1: great.
0: I would like yeah. to see them figure out short circuit, get short circuit. That would be one. Because especially with idea. with all the AI, we're, we're I mean, using a robotic camera on this show right now.
1: Yep. Yeah. Whoa! Yeah. Look out! Look out! How's it do it? Follows them around. Whoa! Look! How's the camera do it? How's it do it, Babas? So <laughs> My. Any, anyway, my robotics. are so impressed right now.
0: Think about she yes, is, she She's is the only one. Now. Look at her. She is the only one, by the way. But anyway, short circuit maybe crossing over with the war of the machines, like with automation. Wow. And,
1: and... <laughs> well, how about this one? I just think about this on the fly Rocketeer. Yeah. Rocketeer. That, now, yeah. now we've shifted, you know, bring back those actors, shift the story to 20 years, however long it's been, 30 years in the future. Yeah. And and have them do the Rocketeer again. Now they're, you know, it may may still be the Russians. Maybe someone else is in the 80s now. I don't know how long it's been, yeah. but um, they come back with more inventions and in the and they're trying to perfect that old jetpack again. I think that would be fun. I think I know someone could write it well and make yeah. and make a what I think is already a really good movie. Take my better. money.
0: Take my money. I, I, yeah. I'll give you. I'll give you the money on that one. Okay. I hope
1: they're they're learning from this, too. Yeah.
0: Well, and also, I mean, yeah, and the figuring out that people don't want you to use the sequel to, like, to ignore the legacy, this paid respect to the legacy it gave. uh, I mean, we wanted to see come back. What do we want to see when we come back and see Top Gun? We wanted to see Maverick, Right. Right you wanted to see maverick right. yeah. you wanted to see you want and you wanted them to do some things that they didn't do with the first one i mean a great sequel you want a great sequel to give you what you wanted to see from what you missed the nostalgia the the, the reconnecting with the old great feels that you have for maverick but then even to figure out a way to raise the stakes and and give you something that you wish you had gotten with the first movie. like we didn't feel like we got enough action with the first movie. We didn't feel like the 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 fighter the fighter jet scene at the end was substantial enough, right? They gave us a better a better version of this this first yeah. movie the first movie. Oh,
1: definitely. definitely. And that's the thing. I, I didn't think. I mean, you look at Top Gun, besides it being an 80s movie, yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, yeah, it's kind of cheesy, but that's all, that's 80s tropes all the way through it. And I love I, it for that. I love the original yeah. movie for that. Yeah. And, uh, but when you make a sequel to it, you got to be careful. You got to be careful yeah. what you're going to yeah. do with it. And they did, and they did it well. Yeah. And of course, I think you need the strong actors. Um, I would love, here's another one, Fright Night.
0: Ooh, they did nice. one and two
1: and yeah. they the rights reverted back to that director now mm-hmm. so that director has the rights again um yeah so he he wants to do a fright night three i think and i, I if oh. the cast is still open for it i'd I be bet he, interested I bet he, to see I, what's going on
0: i would again take my money on that one i would I would love to see that yeah. um on our agree or disagree tonight i've got questions mostly related to eighties revivals. In the potential of 80s revival or the disappointment of not getting or for whatever reason not getting maybe something that we were hoping for okay number one on agree or disagree for you tonight on 161 thank you again matt wilkins brought in a a little help tonight for for his uh co-piloting duties on the show all right number one and agree or disagree okay number one for you uh i want to ask you this ferris bueller's day off one we didn't mention another great big 80s movie a classic there's been talk for years and people have asked whenever one of the actors from that movie has popped up anywhere they always ask him have is there any chance of uh, any ferris ferris bueller Sequels, mm-hmm. and for a long time there were whispers of a possibility of a Ferris Bueller playing hooky from work, day off type of movie, as a middle aged man, and this has never come into uh, into ha- has never come into fruition, and now there's been talk. Seriously, I've heard the actors mention this idea of the possibility of a Ferris Bueller coming up. They're going to have to wait. They said we have to wait a little while till we're old enough but a Ferris Bueller retirement home escape from the retirement home movie.
1: Do you John think John Hughes, what's that? John Hughes joked about that. Yes. With them a long time ago and said, we'll have to wait till y'all get older, but right. it's about, and you correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe it's Ferris takes a day off work to go uh-huh. get Cameron who has checked himself early into a, a retirement home. That's,
0: that's what it was. Yes. I got and the two crossed over. Didn't I?
1: And 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 so he breaks him out of retirement home, and they have a wonderful, crazy day together. And That's at right. the end, Cameron dies. I mean, like passes away, you know, or whatever.
0: Well, do you think? Do you agree or disagree that that would be just too depressing to be a success?
1: Do you no, agree I think it, with that. I think it would be wonderful, lovely that they have a good time together. Um, yeah. That that he dies is something I think they were just joking around with, okay, okay, but so was, either, either way, either way, I would be happy to see that. Cause you, you know, Cameron's a worry He's in his fifties. He's, yeah. he's nearing retirement. I mean, he, well, he, maybe he just retired, or he's getting close to retiring from his yeah. job, but he goes ahead and checks into a retirement home early. That is yeah. classic Cameron. Yeah. And meanwhile, Ferris is doing his nine to five with Salone and he's kind of going, I need to just break away from the mom and dad thing that mm-hmm. I need to, I need to get away with stuff and you know his kids his wife and you know maybe they catch him and it's a, it's a story about growing up taking responsibility from ferris maybe he can do these crazy things just go with his family and yeah. then that way it's because it, you could you could have it on a happy ending ferris die i mean uh uh um cameron dies but cameron teaches him that lesson why were you wasting the day with me when you have mm-hmm. such a lovely family and i never had that mm-hmm. and so Ferris understands that, you know, his, his past, it, it, you know, that he's been trying to relive. He can relive that through his children and have great and give them the great memories that he had as a kid.
0: Do you think I, it's too late to make that movie or do you think there's still a window that they can still perfect. do that?
1: I think, I think the timing is perfect yeah. right now to make it now Yeah. because it's been what, 40 years. Yeah, They've all aged and they're all yeah. at that right moment. Yeah. I would love to see that movie. I will I will give you another one. I'll see your Ferris Bueller and I'll raise you a never ending story. Yeah, Sebastian is older now, Mm -hmm. runs an old bookstore. People don't read books anymore. They listen to the audio book and it's about, you know, having a good old book. And it happens to be Sebastian as the old man now giving the book to a new kid Mm. who has a new adventure uh, through the book. And I think and, and you with with better special effects yeah Balfour, all of them could come back a new mm-hmm. kid playing a tray. you could have a new adventure and just really it would really take off and resonate i think with audiences
0: yeah that would be cool do you think some of these movies maybe that were kind of iffy like maybe probably might not have happened even though they've been maybe talked about do you think they're they're going to happen now because of top gun I- maverick
1: I hope a lot of them that have been in what what they what Hollywood calls production hell yeah. get now greenlit and on the fast track to get made. Because you it would think. Sense.
0: Yeah, because it's monkey see, monkey do in Hollywood.
1: Like, it's I'm a copycat. Still, well, yeah. Oh, yeah, it is. Definitely. And I know Chevy Chase is kind of a, a jackass to work with from what I've heard. But oh, gosh, yeah. they really need to do Christmas Vacation with him as the grandpa having everyone over. I know. And having another, and you could write it where it'd be funny. Uh, Beverly, whatever, is still around. She still looks great at 60 right. or whatever. And you know, she'd be up for it. Mm-hmm. Uh uh, one of the children, Anthony Scott Hall, Anthony Michael Hall. Anthony Michael um, Hall. Would yeah. would be great to return back as the son mm-hmm. Russ, finally, yeah. someone who playing who's playing Russ. Yeah. And you you could really make a a really good. Re, in a way reunion movie right. having them all back. Now, unfortunately, Dennis Quaid has gone off to on the crazy wagon and so it just wouldn't be the same without cousin Eddie. And that's just so sad because I, I felt, I feel like you would need some cousin Eddie, but he's just too, too wacky right now to know. be taught to, but still, I think you could have a very enjoyable film that would just, that would just, it would sing for the holidays. So there are other uh, what would you say, movies out there that were so good that people thought, well, it's no purpose touching them. And yes, a lot of them should never be touched. But if you put a good sequel in there, you know what? You know what a great example of this is? Every direct-to-DVD Disney movie sequel that came out for their car- original cartoon. Right. What the, the only exception would be the Aladdin movies. I thought Return of Jafar and King of Thieves were pretty mm-hmm. decent. Mm-hmm. Well, some you know, of the
0: Pixar, some of the Pixar stuff like Toy Story, turned out some decent sequels.
1: Toy Story one and two did. Yeah. I won't say the same for four. I thought it was and I love Toy Story. That's my favorite Pixar series, but I thought yeah. four was garbage. Did you see Toys That Time Forgot? The TV or the DVD movie.
0: Oh, I know.
1: You you need to see that. That's incredible. And, and that, it should have good. been their fourth movie. Okay. It, it's an incredible movie. And I was like, wow. And I remember when I watched it, I told my wife, I went, they should have put this in theaters. And made it was it a straight to
0: DVD, straight to DVD. It was, it
1: DVD? To, it was like that uh, what the Toys of Terror DVD that came out. Yeah. And they came with another one, Toys That Time Forgot. Wow. And it's just it's it's incredible. Wow. Um, but th- the thing is though, there's there's ideas out there. Now mm-hmm. we need to develop those ideas, do things with a purpose, work well with people, get get everyone involved to mm-hmm. make a good, decent film. Now, mm-hmm. what we may see, and what it's inevitable. We're gonna see sequel, long, long-awaited sequel that no one ever asked for. Okay. Oh gosh,
0: yeah, we'll get a couple of like, oh gosh, they're really digging deep for this here.
1: Yeah, we're gonna get those too. We're gonna take the good with the bad, but as long as there's some good hits in there, like the one you mentioned, the one we've yeah. mentioned here today, then I think they can make. I mean, like I remember, oh, um, uh, what is that writer's name? He wrote, he wrote for Star Wars, Gary Whitta. Uh, Gary Witta wrote supposedly a sequel to the Last Starfighter.
0: Oh, I've been hearing about this for years,
1: and he's been pitching it for years. Development Does this has, get approved yeah. now? Last Starfighter right. is another excellent idea.
0: Well, if nothing else, for a streaming, a straight to
1: streaming, uh, and that's that's the thing. You would think yeah. with the success of Cobra Kai and a billion streaming services who right. are desperate to find content that has yeah. viewers. If you, you can grab exist an existing IP yeah. and get some viewers to start it yeah. off with and make it decent, then you have a hit show. Why yeah. aren't people knocking down the doors for ideas that they you know they're doing this to Chucky, right? Mm-hmm. Chucky, which is surviving yeah. through the original, they're bringing back the original actors from the movies, Jennifer mm-hmm. Tilly and all them. Yeah, the voices back as Chucky, and that TV, TV show is straight up garbage.
0: Yeah, it's getting another season too
1: but it's hard doing, I I can't, did you watch it?
0: I have, no, I've heard it was bad, but I have not seen it.
1: It's horrible. I'm a fan fan of the original. It fits in canon with all the, you know, the all, even the DVD movies that came out that no one watched really, but it didn't, it doesn't work. But, but, but they have all the characters there and the story is garbage. The new kids are all idiots. Like I told you, most of the kids are idiots or annoying and don't make sense. And that's what happens in Chucky. And I was like, man, it's so sad that they screwed this up. Mm-hmm. And my wife watched one episode, and went done. She knew immediately it was gonna be garbage. But I was like, no, I'm gonna give this a show. I'm gonna give it a whole season. It's like you. I keep yeah. giving Picard another season, and I shouldn't. <laughs> well, I actually enjoyed season one of Picard, but I
0: tell you, the best Star Trek that is that in years is Strange New Worlds. Do you I mean, like Strange
1: New Worlds? I like Strange New
0: Worlds. Did you watch right. Strange New Worlds?
1: No, I didn't because Discovery I, I couldn't I could I I I I couldn't oh, take it. There's punch it's to just the
0: worlds worlds apart. I mean it's just it's just Okay. I mean it's on another level. Um, That's the
1: Captain Pike series, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, maybe I'll give it a try, but Picard has been like it's aggravating because it's a series mm. of missed opportunities. Yeah. It, it just—I'm I, I, mad because they're squandering away <laughs> Patrick mm-hmm. Stewart's dying days.
0: Oh you my know, gosh! Yeah, he's getting up there in the years. You're, you're
1: waste. You're wasting your Patrick Stewart footage, folks. It oh my be, gosh! It, it could be how much better would this move would this show be if it was just him at the winery, sitting around with one guest star at a time who come by the chateau to express a problem and. Jean-Luc Picard solves it right there in the winery. Maybe he and Geordi go and talk while they're picking grapes. And that's when Geordi has the, you know, but P- Picard helps him get over the death of uh, Commander Data. Yeah, that's maybe something like that. Or, you know, maybe a Romulan, Romulan who wanted to kill him finally reveals mm-hmm. himself. He's going to go kill Jean-Luc. But because Jean-Luc is so kind to him and jean lucs like, I-, I will die for you if that's what will help you out, you know, shows mm-hmm. him love in return. And maybe the Roman puts down the knife and walks away. You can do powerful stories with no action, set it inside of a vineyard, and it would be great. and then but but see, when you're eighty something years old, you don't do action movies. You don't do action shows. Uh, well, that's what's move. funny. That was gonna be my question for you
0: on the uh, the next degree or disagree because uh this 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 might have answered the question already about eighty year old in action movies because, did you know this? Are you a fan of the John? I think we talked about this. I think you like the John Wick movies, right?
1: I love yeah, you, the John you, Wick movie. Yeah,
0: you, you're a fan. And we're going to get another one. Another one is already finished and it's supposed to be coming out very I soon. Yeah, very soon. But yeah, not, too, not soon enough, but it is coming out next year. So uh, I read this. Originally, they wanted John Wick to be played by an older action star, and they were considering Clint Eastwood or Harrison Ford. Harrison Ford as a kind of an, more of an over the hill action action character or action. Star gotcha. Character. Okay. So they ended up not doing that, of course. And they, they went with Keanu Reeves, which went smart. was the, was the wisest smart decision because now it has the rest is history. It's been a huge hit and there's been now multiple John wick movies. So here's my question for you. Do you agree? Do, do you agree or disagree? They should, in the next sequel for John wick, bring in, Clint Eastwood to play an over the hill, kind of in his last days,
1: hitman. This this is a hard call. Have you seen the movie Nobody? No. Same writer as John Wick. Oh, I know Nobody. I know Nobody. I've I've I know of that movie. Yeah. Great movie, worth it. Yeah. If John Wick is the Avengers, Nobody is the Captain America movie. You know, it's good, but not as good as John Wick. Um, yeah. But nobody's fantastic. And you know they have an almost 90-year-old Christopher Lloyd yes. doing some action. Yeah. Now, it can be done. It can be done. And you can bring back these aging stars. And, mm-hmm. and bravo to them, 80 years old, and they're doing yeah. a shoot. That's great. That's great. But are they going to use Indiana Jones wisely? I don't think so. Mm-hmm. I don't think so. I, I think yeah. they're going to try to pretend he's an action star who can run around and do all this when he really can't. Yeah. And it, another aging action star is um, Michael Gross from the Tremor series. Mm-hmm. Um, he finally wrapped up his last movie was mm-hmm. I think it came out last year is Shrieker Island. Yeah, and I think he was seventy eight or seventy nine when it was filmed. And he and you could tell he can't move as fast. You can film these action stars, and, and they and the reason I say nobody. They filmed Christopher Lloyd just right. Yeah. Where you believed he was an they old used, man. They used him had well. Some, he still has some pepper here and there. Yeah. And that slick editing mm-hmm. is all it is. But it, it was good enough to convince me like, oh, he can move along pretty good. No, he can't. Yeah. I've seen him. He shuffles. Yeah. And I'm not making fun of him. I'm not thinking of him. He's all yeah. like, I-, I hope to live that long. But the thing is, yeah. though. You can edit it just right. I don't mind Clint Eastwood, bring him back. But these aging stars, use them wisely. Jean-Luc Picard should be sitting down, sipping wine, and working around the vineyard, not right. running around shooting lasers because he looks pathetic when he does it.
0: It's uh, there's been there were moments there, yeah, where I was like, Oh gosh.
1: Use him, yes, yeah, like don't don't fall, don't fall, John
0: Luke. Oh my gosh, I was a little worried. Well, that's and they're gonna do one more season of Picard, but they they were supposed to be wrapping it up after the third season next season. Yeah. Okay. Good. So uh, you, you say yes, if they could do it right with Clint Eastwood in, in a John Wick yes, movie, absolutely. Giving him a last kind of hurrah as the action star uh, another um, let's go straight into thoughts and advice. Okay. Here it is. Here's some for thoughts and advice on this 161st episode. I'm going to give you some, you know, biopics have been a huge thing also in movies it's another way to give you some familiarity and nostalgia, which Hollywood loves because they can trust it. They trust nostalgia and they trust familiarity. So biopics have been a huge thing, especially on the streaming services because we had a uh, Tommy Lee and uh, Pam Anderson biopic that came out several months ago on Hulu. Uh, there was a Motley Crue biopic on Netflix a few years back. Right. Uh, did really well. And there has been, there was the uh, Qu- the Queen biopic. That right. theatrical release a few years ago did quite well. Won some some awards. Uh, now here's my question, or here's here's my pitch. For these are movies I'm sure are going to get some biopics. I don't know when, but they definitely should. Tell me if you agree with this list. If there's anybody you you would throw off this list as a interesting, what you think would be an inter- interesting biopic, Hulk Hogan, wrestling icon Hulk Hogan, deserves a biopic or doesn't deserve a biopic
1: man that's a tough one about his life story I mean yes but I think the dark side of wrestling should address it the, the show dark side of wrestling okay
0: so it probably is going get, to get get covered there do you think Andre the Giant would be a better biopic than Hulk Hogan
1: they've you're done gonna tackle, documentaries about him but a biopic would be nice too but it would be impossible how would you cast, cast
0: uh, Andre the Giant it would be near impossible to find somebody and that could play odd, him.
1: But you'd get Paul White. Oh, interesting. The the, the current giant who's retired, not doing okay. much, but he could still act it.
0: Okay. I like it. I like it. Good. You you, you cast that like in seconds. If you were in that yeah. room with the studio. I thought about pitching, Andre,
1: Andre the Giant. You had Hulk thought about Hogan's that. Still, Hulk Hogan's still around. Yeah. Not that that's a, something you have to have, but. Right. Um. It, it's not gonna a biopic's not always gonna be flattering of the person they're depicting. No. They had their flaws, and I don't think the Hulkster can take any criticism at all.
0: No, he's got. I mean, it's his ego, and you know, he's got um, a huge
1: ego. Yeah, huge. Where ego. Andre the Giant is passed on. You can do something tasteful and right. still have his flaws in there. Mm-hmm. Well,
0: and I think the way I would do the Hulk Hogan is I would do it a lot like uh, Private Parts with Howard Stern, and make it also kind of funny. Kind of a oh comic, yeah, a oh comedian. yeah, I know. That's, that's a good, lot of, idea. There's a lot of funny things in Hulk Hogan's life too. Okay,
1: there, there
0: he is. Uh, Ozzy Osbourne, biopic or not a biopic?
1: Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. He won't mind. He'll yeah. agree with all the stuff that's in there.
0: He's old enough, and he's always been kind of very transparent about his life, hasn't he?
1: Yeah, he has uh, no secret. He's fine with that.
0: Okay, Uh wearing this shirt tonight. Appropriate that I would ask this question. Guns and Roses. Well, Bio- biopic or not a biopic?
1: Absolutely, because I'm such a huge Guns N' Roses fan. I got to hear about Axl Rose and Slash, their relationship
0: mm-hmm.
1: and the rest of the band. It would have to revolve around those two because yeah. of their, you know.
0: That's where the um, drama
1: of the, that, of the That's band, where the drama was, but that's where also the talent was.
0: That's where all the, yeah, that's that, that, you don't have Guns N' Roses without, obviously without this too. Slash
1: couldn't survive without him. Axl Rose floundered without Slash. They hate each other, but they need each other.
0: They finally realized that when they got back together, finally, after they they realized yeah. that we couldn't be what we were without being together. Now, right. here's the thing on on Guns N' Roses. I was just having this conversation with someone today because they were talking about how they had, um, you know, started to uh, get interested in Guns N' Roses, hearing their music. And they had said that they looked and found out how they had been Slash and Axel had broke up for a number of years. And I said, you know what? Because they asked me, said, "Well, what was what was Axl doing over the, that period of time that they were not together?" And I said, "You know, he was still doing Guns and Roses. He just wasn't doing it at a very high level without Slash. In fact, he performs live on television on MTV. He makes this 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 uh, out of the blue appearance on the MTV uh, Music Awards with a guy called Buckethead that was that was his guitarist in place of Slash, and it was a guy right. that wore a bucket on his head." Do you remember that? I remember, remember that.
1: Yeah. And did, didn't he borrow another band who played for Guns N' Roses? Wasn't there like an entire band he got to be Guns huh, N' Roses? Probably,
0: because yeah, because there them? were there were so many people coming in and out of the I, band. I don't
1: remember. I I remember that it was some other semi-famous band that he enlisted to play this music for him as he sang yeah. under the flag of Guns N' Roses, but wasn't the original Guns N' Roses. Um,
0: except for him, just him. Yeah, just him only. That, uh, like a cover band yeah well i went to me my wife went to see she was a big um a skid row fan love oh, sebastian wow. bach we went wow. to a show we i got tickets one time for skid row an outdoor concert and she was really excited uh for going to see um going to see uh, skid row we got there and we were kind of the farther the back and we were like they sound great oh man they sound amazing and later in the show, he stops to talk a little bit. And this guy has a Texas accent. It's like, wait, Sebastian Bach is from New Jersey. And this guy looks just like Sebastian Bach from far back. With no, the long, long my. hair, yeah. tall, thin. Turns out this guy was like named Dave. And he was from Dallas. And he was the, the current, at the time, lead singer of Skid Row. Of Skid Row that had a look-alike in place of Sebastian Bach, a sound-alike, Whoa. it becomes kind of a almost a cover band at that point, doesn't it?
1: Whoa.
0: Yeah. Wow. That's incredible. That's yeah. smart, though. Fooled you. They fooled us. We got pretty far <laughs> into the show. It must have been in the fine print when I bought the tickets. They said, this is not a Sebastian Bach. Uh, this is Dave from Texas. That's going to be singing the lead hilarious. vocal. Yeah, that's we, funny. We,
1: we, we watched one of the last concerts of um, Jerry Lee Lewis a few years, three uh-huh. years ago. Yeah. Um, because he got sick after that. And then in 2020, before he started his tour again, the pandemic happened. He's been shut in ever since. Mm-hmm. But uh, he came through close around here, Jackson, Mississippi. We went to go see him. It was fantastic. Um, but he also had like a, a a younger version of him open up for him. And he, you know, he learned how to play the piano by watching Jerry Lee Lewis and he's got the wow. sing, he's singing thing and he's got the motion, he's got the keyboard playing and he has the pizzazz. He's not Jerry Lee. There is only one Jerry Lee, but he right. did pretty good. And it, it's, 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 it's funny how some of these, cause my wife just couldn't get over how much, and of course he did his hair to look like Jerry Lee,
0: mm-hmm.
1: but you know, but how he just, how he could intimidate uh imitate him on stage was very impressive.
0: Yeah. Interesting. Wow. I got one more for you. The yeah. birth, the early days of MTV a biopic about that. Would that be interesting?
1: Absolutely. I'd love to see. And I, I'd, I'd love to see. Yeah. Nineties MTV. You know what? How about Polly Shore while we're at it? Getting him involved in that, that, that a, uh, biopic. biopic. Maybe it's,
0: it ends with that era of MTV. Cause that was kind of like one of the, that was another great era of MTV. That was, that, was, that was maybe
1: their height. Would you say? Yeah. The nineties, yeah. it was just, I mean, it was rising in the eighties, but in the nineties, it just yeah. took off and soared. It was yeah. the thing that was oh, the yeah. defining yeah. you. If you watched MTV, you were cool. If you had yeah. an MTV t-shirt, I wanted to stand next to yeah. you. So I would look cool too.
0: Oh Yeah. Well, you had I, the I, uh, you had a lot of great content on MTV. Well, I mean, you, know? you look at
1: Pauline Shore, but Daisy Fuentes. Um, mm-hmm. oh God, Down, downtown Julie Brown. Downtown Julie Brown. Um, do it. What is her name? Uh, was it Jenny McCarthy?
0: Jenny McCarthy she, single. She was. Single, she was an MTV out. girl
1: back then. Yeah. Um, yeah. and so they, they had so many just names, guys and girls that you just knew by heart. You'd watch their shows music videos were a big deal back yeah. in the nineties. Remember you would remember the countdowns to witness Michael Jackson's newest oh, music video yeah. or Metallica or Madonna or, you know, insert big, big name here. It was a yeah. countdown clock on the, on the station to when they were going to play their new music video and you were ready for it. Oh
0: yeah. You got you've the way you're talking right now. You've got me wanting my MTV I want I mean, my it, MTV now.
1: It, it never got, and I mean, video killed the radio star, but oh, yeah. it, it MTV just shot out of a cannon at that point in the '90s, and they were unto- mm-hmm. I mean, making a reality show before there was even reality shows. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it's it's just amazing the stuff that they did, and how much that channel meant to so many people, and. Like I said, MTV's still around, but has never been, has never been what they were.
0: Yeah, they birthed they birthed reality TV really with with Real World.
1: Real World yeah. was the first thing, and I mean, we watched it as did everyone else. We didn't know what we were watching, mm-hmm. but we loved it. The Puck, you know, everyone yeah. knew that man. He was a household name.
0: And you know, that, on that's
1: Par- the thing. on yeah. Paramount
0: Plus. They've on Paramount Plus. They've they've done. They've started doing reunion seasons with the original with the original cast like they did oh, the first really? they did the first season the first new york cast that was the first season of the new real world reunion show on paramount plus and then they moved on to like another cast of the past that's smart did a, yeah. that's smart
1: i'd love to see what they were doing i mean survivors done that before too yeah characters that were in it years ago come back and everything people are excited to see him back mm-hmm. um but, yeah, no, biopic of MTV, totally for.
0: Love it. Okay, so all of them. We got greenlit by the our our TV executive, Matt Wilkins, over here. Master Jedi, Matt Wilkins. Just greenlit all my pitches for a biopic. We'll start done. on those. Start on those. Uh, they're done. We got the money. We got to do them. Yes. Are you ready for them? We're going to do them. All right, everyone. Yep. We're about to wrap it up. I'm sure you're tired. I'm going to go get some downtime. You hopefully can get some quiet time as well. Before yeah. it's time to crash. I know what it's like having those new, those new babies at the house and, and the uh, the need to have a little bit of downtime at the end of the night, if possible. I'm telling so you, I, I definitely uh, can respect that. It's been, um, been a
1: long night. Thanks for suffering through it for me.
0: Oh no, it was no, no problem at all. <laughs> no problem at all. And, and glad to do it. Feeling a little nostalgic myself from those baby days that uh, uh, they're not, wasn't that long ago, but it's, a, it's remarkable how fast it goes from baby to kindergarten it's pretty i'm going to cry thinking about it
1: um, if you miss it i can ship a few over for to you for a few yes, days that's
0: okay Tri- yeah. free trial we may still have some of the stuff that we need like some of the baby supplies we may still have some okay. of that oh man well matt wilkins thank you so much take care of yourself Thanks and be safe me, always
1: a, always a fun time
0: always a fun time be safe be well everyone out there have a great hour day millisecond and good night time to close it out Find this outro. It's right here. Good night. Thunderpop is a Hit the Bricks production.